0: Good afternoon, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to this special edition of Get Real with Rick Dancer. We do have a show coming up tonight, New Leaf Hyperbarics. We're going to be over there and we're going to be talking about NAMI, which is an organization that helps with mental um, people with mental difficulties. Uh, So that's uh, what we're looking forward to tonight. But I just had to go on today because of all that is happening in our state and even in our country right now. Um, It's just absolutely crazy. And, you know, I went on the Oregon Health Authority's page in Oregon and I looked and the numbers are coming down. We're flattening that curve uh, as we have been. You know, it ha- was going up a little bit. And now it's coming down. Of course, that's if you believe those numbers. Uh, then I was looking up some numbers at in, in Texas. that has 30 million people in the state of Texas. OK, um, they only have 33 percent of their folks fully vaccinated. And on Sunday they had zero death rate. Um, their, their numbers are low. Uh, it's not, um, it's not taking over the world. And, uh, it's, and, and by talking about this, it's not belittling any of those people who have suffered loss or had the illness. It's not any of that. And I know people try to do that, but that's what people do when they're trying to own a conversation. Um, and we have to be talking about this and we can't be afraid. And I'm not picking on people. I, I asked other business people to come on and had several responses, but all of them are afraid to come on because of what people might do to them um, and their business. Um, it's, uh, and, and, and that's just not Oregon. That is just, this is just not how we live. And, you know, and I think Governor Brown is pushing too hard, which makes you wanna know, why are you pushing so hard? Um, to get everyone vaccinated. There are people that don't want to get vaccinated and they're choosing not to. That is their right. And you can't then take them and make them the scourge by saying, okay, I heard in, in, in um, Chicago, the mayor was talking and saying that they were going to have these festivals this summer. And if you weren't vaccinated, you couldn't come. You can't do that in America. Oh my God. You can't do that. I mean, that sounds like something out of Nazi Germany. Um, we're not we're going to start distancing people because they choose not to have, you know, a, a, a shot. And that's how we're going to do it. That is just not that is not right. And that's not how we do things. And I think it's really screwy. that the governor is putting all this mandate crap on the backs of small business owners, like they have so much extra help that they can go around and check people's for their cards and all this. It, the more you hear and the more they come out with, the more you realize that they, it, it appears they really don't know what they're doing. And every day, it seems like it's flippy floppy, flippy floppy. And how are people supposed to keep up? Well, I think the problem is, it's kind of like you you cry wolf too many times and people stop listening. And I think, Governor, you're pushing too hard and people you're losing people. Um, and it's not just a bunch of right wing fanatics. Um, there's a bunch of us in the middle and a whole bunch of my friends on the left who are also done, done with this. The numbers are coming down. Uh, everybody around us is opening up, um, you know, unless you're blind. Or you, know, you don't look around and or to watch the news every night, uh, then maybe you think the world's coming to an end. But otherwise, it's not. Um, I am so hopeful, and I'm seeing people now taking off their masks and smiling, and enjoying life, and and not afraid. I still see a lot of people who are afraid, and that's your choice. It's okay, um, but the rest of us don't have to be that. And and. And OSHA, Joe says, I don't like OSHA, they just enable the governor's disrespectful behavior. Joe, that's a very good way to put it. It is, um, you know, because I think what we keep forgetting and I try to keep reminding you is, Governor Brown is our employee. We are not subjects, she's not the queen, uh, she is the governor and we elect her. So I call on the legislature in Oregon, I don't care if you're Democrats or Republicans, you need to get this a handle on this. Because that's why you're elected, and this is not a party thing, and it, this is and, and, and don't even make it into one. I am learning so much about courage and cowardice, and what cowards try to do is make you the problem, um, and we're not the problem. Uh, you know, it, it's time to open up, uh, time to get things going. So, one person who did answer me uh, was somebody we've had on the show before. Uh, we go down to South County where. I saw on that on the site Amy Jones <laughs> that Douglas County is like only 39% <laughs> vaccinated. Hi. How are ya?
1: I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me again.
0: Oh, well, you're welcome and I'm glad you you got a hold of me and stuff. Um, anyone else's wow. stream sh- getting shut down or is it just me? Oh, is it, it are they shutting the stream down? Somebody <laughs> said they oh, that's great. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Let me know if you guys if it is. But anyway, we're gonna keep talking. So, Amy, you contacted me, and the last time we talked, you have you have a business, but you okay. actually had to go out of business.
1: We actually got evicted in January from our landlord for non-payment of rent, and okay. we have filed for the PPPs, the um, extra idle advances. Um, you know, larger funds for our idle loan that they've now uh, offered to businesses that got it before. And, um, and honestly, we paid rent up until December and just didn't pay January. And according to the lease and everything, we were evicted. Wow. Because the governor did not allow commercial rent moratoriums.
0: Oh.
1: She only well, that, did it for residential.
0: That is crazy.
1: So, unfortunately okay. we had to go the the judge had to go with everything that was in the lease agreement.
0: Wow. So you're looking for a new place because you are going to reopen.
1: We are reopening and we are looking for a new place. We have our eye on a couple of spots here in Myrtle Creek. We are going to stay in Myrtle Creek. We do want to stay on main street because of course our name has main street in it.
0: Tell them Um, the name of your business. So, so real quick.
1: Blended main street eatery. Okay. From your farms to our tables. So we're farm to fresh.
0: Wow. Well, here's Stephen Sheehan's on here. He just wrote, and he owns the Elkhorn Brewery here in town. Really odd, really odd. I'm getting called a Nazi by by all my like thinkers because I posted the rules.
1: Oh, I've been called I've been called um, a rebel um, extremist. I haven't been called a Nazi, but I'm a rebel extremist because I believe in my rights
0: and my employees. So, so, so when you see this, you know, because it's not going to impact you right now because you're not open. But when you see this, your friends and your other folks uh, who are running businesses, how would you? How, how do they expect you to really do this? I mean, you know what I mean. So, if somebody walks into your business and now your waiter or waitress or person at the front is supposed to go, um, by the way, I need to see your medical history. You know, I mean. I've heard I've heard several people say, we are not going to make our employees do that because one, that's not their job.
1: It and isn't their job.
0: And two, if they, if OSHA and the state wants to come in and look for it, they can come do it themselves.
1: Exactly. So I fall on the, and I've uh, fallen on this since the get-go HIPAA. It's their right. You are not allowed to ask for somebody's medical history.
0: Well, I've read up on that a little bit, and I think that it's uh, there's a, a loophole in there that it it it, it that 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 they actually can in this case. Um, okay. it's not it's not all your medical. You don't have to give it, but they can ask for it. So, you know, I think it's just how you answer that is your business. You know what I mean? It is right. I I think what's what's bothersome to me is not even a HIPAA thing. It's that we are to a point now where we're allowing or not allowing people based on their medical choices, and and I know the people on the other side of this issue would say, "Well, you're putting people at risk. You're putting yourself at risk. Well, that's my business, and you're putting other people who are not um, masked or not vaccinated or shot, whatever it is, um, at risk. And you know, at some point, when did we become a an a nanny state. Well, we've been a nanny state for a long time, but when did we become when did we become a place where it's any of your damn business what I do? You know what I mean? It's not your business. And that's what I think is starting to rub the left, the middle, and the right in, in a way that all of a sudden you're going, wait a minute, why is this, why does it seem like to, is there, you know, if if Texas can do it and they got 30 million people, why can't Oregon? You know, why, why can't we get this straight? I posted a big notice on my business doorway, small business. I will not ask you for COVID vaccine card. I will not violate HIPAA. I love that. So, (laughs) so somebody on YouTube says the stream keeps getting shut down. Okay. Well, (laughs) constant interruptions. What's that? The constant interruptions is crazy. Um, I went there for lunch. It was great. Good food. Most didn't wear a mask to include their employees. The process was smooth and easy. Um, so you. I I want people to just the other things I think, Amy, that you and I could talk a little bit about, too, is, is, um, you know, I, I think we all w- were frustrated and oh. I just I'm, I'm tired of the name calling on all sides. You know what I mean? It's OK to say, Kate Brown, you can't do this but I'm tired of people coming on and everybody calling people names. And we all slip into that once in a while. Um, I called her the queen, but she is acting like a queen. I don't mean she's a queen. I just mean we are not, we are not your subjects and you're, and we're acting like we're acting like we have a royal, a monarchy here. And this is not a monarchy. But I think yeah. if we we need to start talking to our neighbors and I think if the mask comes off that people it's, it's almost like we've hidden for over a year behind a mask. And then you can be any, it's like hiding behind a keyboard. You can be anybody you want to be. And when we take off the mask, you really have to deal face to face with people. Right.
1: Whoever you know, thought there'd be a day
0: in the U.S. that people would be afraid of speaking their mind. Christy, I so agree with you.
1: Exactly. And go
0: ahead, Amy. Your no
1: I agree. I you know I'll go into a store here locally in Douglas county and um, I won't wear masks and I'll get the looks from people the dirty looks that you know you're still getting under a mask that you just want to say it's not your it's not your business. you don't know why I'm choosing to not wear a mask because it's my right
0: right but
1: the dirt it's not even the name calling it's the dirty looks that people give you under a mask that's this big and they, you can tell they're, you speak with your eyes. Right. It's it's the disgusted looks that you get.
0: Right. And what I want to make sure is that just to say publicly that people who are on the opposite side of this issue, that we're not doing the same thing to them. You know, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy um, who's making fun of people. Um, if, if people feel more comfortable wearing a mask, they should be able to, but don't, don't talk about my right about not wearing a mask. Yeah. And that's what's so weird. You know, I think the way they pushed this out there, that was really um, smart. And and I'm just going to be honest. This is my opinion. It was smart and it was evil was when they said, you're killing other people um, if you don't do this, because then people didn't have, there wasn't a selfish thing. It was, you are the one who's selfish if you don't have the mask right. on. You know what I mean? Right, and, exactly. And I think that was that was a, a brilliant move because it did get that whole conversation switch where everybody felt bad. But um, in the end, I think it became a real judgment thing where people could go, well, and, and you know, let's be really honest. Um, the people wearing the mask are not just doing it to protect you. They think it protects them as well. I mean, that... that any, it's just, it's so obvious by the way people look at you and that's, and that's great. I'm not making fun of that. I'm saying, but don't tell me that you're just taking the moral high ground because you're helping everyone else. And and, you know what I mean? I think that it's like, come on people. That's, that gives you a, you get a high horse that way you can get up on your high horse and then you can be like better than everybody else. Bottom line is none of us knows what if this is real and what is not? Not COVID. I understand COVID is real, but right. we, we also don't know what the numbers look like, who's really dying of COVID and who's not dying of COVID. Those are the questions we can never bring up because then you're a conspiracy theorist. But if you talk to people at the hospitals, uh, you get some pretty interesting information. And I think we need yes, to get to a we point do. where we can, we can talk about that stuff. I mean, it's like, God, oh my God, the whole mask mandate is one of the reasons why I'm not putting my kids into public schools. I heard, I think it might've been the vice president um, say something a few, uh, maybe a month ago. Well, now since parents haven't had their kids in school, they see the value of public education. Right. What I think she missed was a whole bunch of parents figured out what was being taught (laughs) and what's added to the curriculum. And that there's private schools and other places they can put their kids. So they may be biting themselves in the ass when it comes to now you know you need public education. You know what I mean? I
1: I had an employee that sent us a video of a fourth grader going in front of a, a school board saying, why do we have to wear masks when the teacher can take her mask off and get drinks of water? We cannot. We get yelled at for not having our mask. And he just, who the school board? I'll have to send it to you, Rick, so you can see it. It's
0: well, it's, and I think that's what maybe you know. I think some of the good things. Shout out from Baker, where I will not shop at a store that imposes a mask mandate. Um, I wouldn't go. I just don't do, and that's fine, Jamie. I'm. I you totally have your right to do that. I don't do boycotts very well. At least if I do, I don't talk about it. You know what I mean? If there's somebody that I'm not gonna—I mean, there's places that do things, and then I won't. But I—I'm I, a—I'm. Somebody said something. You're not a very good group person, are you? I go no. <laughs> <laughs> i I'm not, Somebody asked me we're doing a billboard here in town. Uh, a dentist, um, uh, Christy Kilcullen, whose husband Chris was killed. Uh, murdered while he was trying to uh, make a traffic stop. He was a police officer, and me, and we're holding up the the blue flag and saying, um, "We back our blue, too." And I just put that out a little bit on Facebook, and you'd think that I was Satan. Um, and uh, with some people coming after me and going, "Did you check with the NAACP?" And I'm going, "I'm not checking with anybody uh, to, about what I'm gonna what what. Uh, uh, okay, I ran for office once, but I'm not." One of these that lists my finger to see if something I'm going to do is popular or not. I'm doing what I feel in my heart needs to be done, not and that is sh- right. And show my support for police, and nobody's going to stop me from doing that because they're going to, you know, come on my page and say nasty things about it. And um, and it's, it's just it is unbelievable. So I I was sitting here and I was writing down stuff today, and I thought, you know what, Andy, we should just have a whole new approach to this whole thing, you know, right. and just like kind of take a cut off and go okay. And not pay as much attention to what's going on with that, and just go out, take off our mask, and smile, and and live our lives. And if there's a place you can't go, and this is how I'm going to do mine. If there's a place, and they need business, and I and they are they have they feel like more safe if they have to put up the mask thing. Then I'll make a decision on what I'm going to do. But I'm not going to right. boycott them. Um, I'm going to continue to live my life. And if places that I love to go have a, a sign up says I have to have a mask, I'll put the mask on when I get inside a restaurant. I'll take it off just like I have been doing. Um, but I'm also going to honor people who aren't doing that, too. It's like we can live our own lives. I don't understand why um, why this is so difficult. And you know what I mean?
1: It, it, I don't understand it either. But I tell you, when I was at in Eugene on Saturday, it was so nice to see people without masks. Yeah. <laughs> It was so nice that someone said, God, it's so good to see you smile. Yeah. Happy, like no one's happy. No one's happy, everybody's angry. Just take it off. It is like you said, a shield and people have to feel they have the right to be angry all the time now.
0: One of the things somebody wrote on here, what public education is totally in disarray, homeschooled or private is the way to go. But see, here's the other problem I think that this is pointing out. And I think it's really healthy to talk about this. A lot of the things we're doing are, again, the haves and the have nots because people who are lower income can't afford and couldn't afford to put their kids in private school this whole time. So, again, they get shit on. Just like always, and so here we live in this culture that claims to be wanting to help people who are in poverty, and we shit on them all the time. Well, I mean, the same hard. with the new rules. This energy, you know, the, the president's—you know—limiting our energy, and I'm not trying to oh. get too political, but here <laughs> you're, you're limiting energy, and who's going to pay for that? Not the energy companies or the stockholders yeah. of PG and E. Um, it's going to, and, and people like me and you can probably afford that, you know, it's not great and we don't like it. We can probably afford that, but who's going to pay for it. It's the people in poverty. So the very exactly. policies that we say we are preaching, we're just, we're, 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 we're talking out <laughs> of our butt. I mean, they're just talking, you're talking out of your ass and you're well, not here's doing the other it.
1: Thing, the homeschool thing. So that's fine. And in- I, my daughter homeschooled. I homeschooled her for a semester in high school. It it wasn't her thing. But here's the thing. You're going to homeschool a child, but the parents have to work. So then your child is at home trying to be their own adult and manage their own homeschool. So it's, it's you're right. I mean, it's the, not every parent gets to stay home.
0: Right. Well, and Not Nora's- every parent
1: can't afford it.
0: Well, Nora comes on here. She says, people are very passionate about this. I need my jobs. And I hate having to ask if people have a mask. And now I have to ask about vaccinations, too. It's scary sometimes. I bet it is because people, I know people working in the restaurant industry. And, and, I mean, they tell me some of the things people do. And they're so nasty to them. You know what I mean? They
1: are nasty.
0: So instead of doing that to poor Nora and all the other people that are forced to, to do this, um, just go somewhere else, or put on your mask, walk in. It's not a moral statement for you to, you know, to to pick on Nora. So just walk in, get your mask, walk in, sit down, take it off to eat, because I'm assuming that's where she's working. And if you can't take off your mask at a place, then don't go in. If that's how you feel, but let's not be like that, because then we become part of the problem. And I I'm tired of. The divisiveness and doing that to people like Nora—that's just not fair. Adam oh. says, "I see a lot of things. This being uh, class warfare. Oh, I think we're creating a. I think this whole thing is creating a caste system um, that is so ugly and nasty, and it's going to come. It's going to come back to haunt us. I think it's going to be a horrible thing because you you can't do this for a year and then just get out of it.
1: No, this is going to years.
0: It's going gonna- to. I wonder how long I wonder how long it'll take before you see people not wearing masks at all.
1: Well, I can tell you in South County, a lot of people don't wear masks.
0: Right. But, and, but I mean, you get into the bigger cities and then I, I think, you know, yeah. one one of my and I'm not a fearful guy, but one of my concerns would be um, in the fall. What happens then? And that's why I think people really need to get educated and informed, and we need to grow a pair because we can't do this again. Uh, no, I don't think.
1: Uh, I not Small town America will go away if it go if it does it again.
0: Well, I know a ton of businesses in Eugene and Springfield that will go away if it happens again. You know, I mean, that's just uh, that's just how it is. Uh, it keeps creeping uh this we can ask apparently but there's where the foggy line is yeah and and yeah what if somebody says no i you know what do you do i'm not going to give it to you what do you do and that's i I think that's just i think you know honestly i think it becomes
1: a well then you can't come here and then it's like well yes i can and then you can't ask me and yes we can (laughs) it becomes a everybody gets angry again.
0: Well, and, and I mean, how chicken let's, I mean, let's just, you know, and how chicken of the governor and OSHA to put this on people like um, Nora and Nero, is that right? Nero, I would never have chosen to be in business. If I knew I was going to have to be the vaccine police. I mean, this is not, you know, she didn't go to school to be a cop. Um, oh. you know, and she's not OSHA. She's not one of their people. So I, why it's, it's really kind of chicken to create some, some slothy rules, uh, that nobody really quite understands. And then you force, um, people who are just trying to do their jobs to do your dirty work for you. That's what it, I, I just, and she's what,
1: almost giddy about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won't get, I won't get into that. I'll, I'll leave her. Oh, it's Sorry. Nubelle. Oh, that's cool. Her name is Nurel. Nurel. Is that right? yes. That's pretty. That's really pretty, Nurel. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Amy, so what are you? Um, what are you going to do then? When will you be back up in business? Do you think?
1: So um, we're still waiting on funding, and that can still take several weeks. Um, the buildings that we are looking at are going to need construction. So, but we're. I. I would say six to eight months once we get funding and we can get in there. I'm not afraid of dirty work. Anybody wants to come down to South County and help us gut a building or put some walls up or anything, help us build, come on down. I'll, I'll feed you. <laughs> <laughs> there is no shame in my game. I will literally trade services. <laughs> I'll get yeah. food food for work.
0: <laughs> you know what? I have a, I had a guy we just had on our show the other day, and he works with ITEX. I-T-E-X. You should look mm-hmm. him up online. His name's Arthur. I have a card somewhere, but um, he they do barter stuff and there's people in our area that are already bartering. So you could get, maybe really? you can get some barter services out of that. Yeah. Um, oh, you got a pen?
1: Yes. Hold
0: on. This is... You guys we're doing a little bit, we're just doing a little business networking here on the on the radio on the t- thing. Coward moved to put in on business owners, especially after shutting them all down. Kim, very good point. So it's Arthur Shaw. And his number's 206-699. 206 208. Excuse me. 208-699-9692. Okay. And Colin, just tell him you talk to me. But he does bartering stuff, and it mixes you with other people. I hey, love that. Hey, Amy, thanks for coming on, and You're uh drive, and thank you for racing down I five at four hundred miles an hour to get to Mer. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't
1: All right, four hundred. <laughs> she,
0: she that she goes six hundred, no matter what. <laughs>
1: Fast right. as I can, just
0: to talk to you, Rick. All right, Amy. Thank you so much. We'll see you later.
1: You're welcome. Have a great day. Okay,
0: you too. So, you guys, again, if we're going to have this conversation, um, let's keep it as positive as we can, and um, and and really look at what we're talking about. I think you know when I when I listen to people talking that like Jordan uh, uh, Peterson um, about courage and uh, and and cowardice, um, people who are going to continue to wear the mask are not cowards. They believe that. And that's fine. And people who don't wear the mask um, can be just as cowardly as anybody else. This isn't about that, but it's about what do you believe to be true for you, and then going out and doing that. Um, Because we've lived under this uh, whatever it has been for far too long, and I think it's time we get back to being a community. and mending fences and looking for ways to, to support one another instead of ripping each other apart. But we can talk and see, if we talk about this and bring up our ideas and talk about that, that's, that's a healthy thing. And we have to be, I think if there's anything, um, that, that we've ever learned from any of this is that we have to be involved. I mean, we can't rely on other people. We can't, uh, stay home um we have to be involved in what's going on and making decisions and voting and voting and all that um auto autobody says always look on the bright side be kind and be polite a word spoken at the right time is like medicine to the soul thanks rick dancer um yeah i i believe in the in the art of conversation and i think when people try to shut us down um i have to ask why and i guess that's the question i would have for for the governor is you know, why, you know, I know you believe, I guess, in what you're doing, um, but your people are not running. Uh, to, to, you know, the people who want to get vaccinated have done that. And the other people are watching and are unsure. And let us be watching and let us be unsure. Um, it's not your business to fo- force or, co- or coerce us into doing what you think is the right thing to do. That is not America. That is not Oregon. That is not selfish. Um, That is freedom, the F word. And we still, it still is here alive and well. And, uh, you know, that's how it works. Um, Russell James says, I'm in a control group. I've heard that one too. Okay. So anyway, we want to thank Dr. Bratlin, Michael Bratlin, um, Chris Dental here in Eugene for sponsoring the show. Thank Amy for coming on. And, uh, we'll be back tonight with new Leaf Hyperbarics at five o'clock. And we're going to be also talking about with NAMI. They have an event coming up this weekend and NAMI is an organization that, uh, deals with folks with mental illnesses and stuff like that. And it's super, always a super good conversation and fun. Um, So uh, I appreciate your involvement and uh, keep talking. But you guys be kind and gracious, firm, but kind and gracious. All right. Have a good day. I'll see you in a few hours. (laughs) Bye bye.